Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. We're back. And as far as I know, Jason, correct me if I'm wrong, but we don't have any plans to go anywhere anytime soon. None that I'm aware of. Yeah. Um, we're back. We took a we took a week. We came back a week. We took a week. Yeah. You know, so we're back to we're back at it. Back um, at it. Uh, we got whiskey. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of wrestling. Yeah. I think we do need to start out with um, I believe it was Mister uh, Mister Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Yeah, he, he passed, passed away, away uh, while we were on break. No, uh, I mean you know he was he was a huge star in the the eighties, of course. I mean uh, WrestleMania one, nineties. Re- WrestleMania, WrestleMania one with exactly. uh, with Hogan and and all of that going exactly. on. Exactly. So. <laughs> so you know, super big name, super super. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, he he'd been in the news recently. His son had released a video showing yeah. just how much he had declined. Uh, as of late with the, uh, I forget if it was Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or right. uh, one of those diseases that affects these old wrestlers who've taken so many shots to the head yeah. and bumps and all that stuff. So, And, you know, we're, we're sad to hear of his passing. Yeah, our condolences to his family and all. Absolutely. Um, so, Michael, what are we drinking? So we are week? drinking this week. So. We took a break, and I went to Texas. And um, while I was in Texas, like you do, you know, yeah, you know, thirteen-hour trip to Texas. Sure, why not? While we were in Texas, I got to try a whiskey, and so I brought some back to uh, let Jason try it. Uh, you can't call it a Scotch yeah. because, well, it wasn't made in Scotland, right? Right. But uh, what we have is Balcones uh, single malt whiskey. Nice, and it's it's a nice smooth whiskey. Uh, just a. Uh, just a nice whiskey to have. Now, is this something that is pretty much uh, Texas only, or as far as I can as, as far as I can find, it's just in Texas. But uh, if I see it out in uh, out in the store somewhere, I'll, I'll let y'all know. Awesome! I feel special then. Yeah, it's it's actually pretty good. So cool. Very I took cool. Very uh, cool. took some four roses out to you know the people I was visiting with, and yeah. they seem to really like that. So awesome! You know, very awesome! Very awesome! Um, well, you know, like you said, we did have a lot of wrestling. We had technically, if we want to go through it, we had like a takeover. Uh, we got money in the bank. We got two weeks worth of wrestling. Yeah. The good thing is, yeah, the greatest majority of all of it was the same stuff. Yeah. So, you know, we can go into it. And I think we're going to start off with raw, even though money in the bank was of course Sunday. Um, there's some stuff that I want to talk about on it that leads into yeah, and so, we'll, so we'll we'll start off with Raw. Now, here's the thing, guys. WWE is back in front of the crowd. Yeah. So what does WWE do when they're back in front of the crowd? Well, they pull out all the stops. Mm-hmm. Raw starts off. Somebody was talking. I don't know who it was. There was nobody in the ring. Yeah. But yeah, right? there was just somebody talking. It was just an empty ring. Yeah, and there just, was a piped-in voice of a movie star. Yeah. John Cena was back. He started open the show, uh, did a actually cut a really decent promo, mm-hmm. and then completely ruined it by saying "bro" yeah. with, with Matt Riddle. Riddle for a while. Uh, it, it was Riddle. like, ugh. anyways, 
that le- leads to Riddle and the Viking Raiders versus John Morrison, AJ Styles, and Omos, in which um, the faces got the win. Uh, we then get uh, Elias versus Jackson Riker again, because, you know, we haven't had that enough lately. This was a symphony of uh, destruction match where Riker, once again, gets the win. Yeah, so Riker's won, what, 4-0? All of them. Yeah. I don't even know anymore. Like, what's, I don't, what's I don't the get the point of them facing off anymore. And they've ruined Elias. Yeah. So... Uh, we had Nia Jax and Shayna Vazer versus Natalia and Tamina, where Natalia and Tamina won. Uh, following that, Reginald gets kicked to the curb, but he does get the 24-7 championship as a consolidation prize. Yep. Uh, condolence. I don't know. <laughs> Consolation. That's the word I'm looking for. There you go. Uh, then we get uh, Sheamus versus Umberto Carrillo in a number one contenders match where Sheamus won. Bobby Lashley issues an open challenge, and we finally get to see the return of Keith Lee. Unfortunately, Keith Lee lost. Uh, I know some people were disappointed in the match. I actually enjoyed the match. I think Keith Lee showed his strength, but of course he was bound to lose because... But, But why is that? Why is that, Michael? Well, because WWE's got to bring in all of the stops, and they've got to bring in the old guy from the 90s, Goldberg. Although Goldberg looks ripped. He looked good the last time we saw him. I know. He didn't wrestle good. Yeah. So we're going to get Goldberg versus Lashley. We'll talk more about that and and the travesty that that is. Um, Karrion Cross makes his... WWE Raw <laughs> debut <laughs> and loses to Jeff Hardy. Um, more on that coming soon. Um, we get to see Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Charlotte, spoilers, Charlotte had actually won at Money in the Bank. She is the new Raw Women's Champion. This match goes to, I forget if it was Count Out or DQ. I think DQ. it was DQ. Um, Following it, Rhea beats the crap out of Charlotte, and Nikki A.S.H. comes out, cashes in her Money in the Bank, which she won at Money in the Bank. Yep. And Nikki Cross, Nikki almost a superhero, is the Raw Women's Champion. I couldn't be happier. And that was how Monday Night Raw went off the air. So let's roll over to NXT, since I'm doing both of those. We start off NXT with um, Samoa Joe coming into the ring saying, hey, it's time for you to get your retribution. The yep. week before, he had been choked out by carrying Cross to end the show. Uh, so now he's out. Getting, he's ready for revenge. He's been touched. He can go. Carrying Cross isn't there. Uh, we then go into the first match, Bobby Fish and Kushida versus the Diamond Mine. And Bobby Fish and Kushida get the win over Strong and Rust. Uh, we get Frankie Frankie Monet versus J.C. Jane. Yeah. So I bet you you can go because we all know who J.C. Jane is, right? Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, a, no. She was a porn star from the 90s, right? I think that, that yeah, <laughs> pretty close. Uh, no, Monet, Monet gets the win there over the no-name talent that just showed up. Which Mandy Rose made an appearance during that match, too. Yeah. 
Which Mandy Rose started making an appearance last week. Yeah. Apparently. She was traded to NXT for some Apparently, reason. yeah, she was traded to NXT. Uh, because, you know, the whole storyline between her and... Okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, Kyle O'Reilly versus Austin Theory, where Kyle O'Reilly gets the win. We get Legato Del Fantasma provoking the wrath of Hit Row, as uh, Bleacher Report has put it. I don't know who we're supposed to cheer for here. I think they want you to cheer for Hit Row. Uh, well, anyways, um, so that that was a thing that happened. And then um, we get the NXT breakout tournament, Odyssey Jones versus Andre Chase, where Odyssey Jones gets the win. Great value, Keith Lee. Oh, yeah. He's a big dude. Yes. He's yes, a he big is. dude. Um, we get L.A. Knight uh, with Cameron Grimes. Hey. I didn't say it Just right. because we've been gone for a week. I know. I'm sorry. L.A. Knight. Thank you. Uh, with Cameron <laughs> Grimes as his butler versus Drake Maverick, uh, where Maverick actually got quite a bit of offense in, surprisingly. He also got the win. <laughs> you know, yeah. Maverick gets the win, and then Knight, of course, beats down uh, I'm sorry, Knight beats down Maverick and forces Cameron Grimes to punch Maverick, which Grimes is, he's a face, so automatically best friends, regardless of the fact that last time we saw anything with him, he was a heel. Right. Um, And then we end the show, or no, we don't end the show with this, uh, but we go to the NXT Women's Championship Raquel Gonzalez versus Zia Lee, where Gonzalez gets the win to retain the NXT um, Women's Championship, even though Bleacher Report says it's the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, um, I think Zia Lee actually got hurt on that, too. Yeah, there looks like Zia Lee got hurt. I haven't seen any reports on her being injured, but like the match was paused, and then it was one final move yeah. um, for the pin. And of course... The show goes off the air with Samoa Joe um, in the ring demanding that Cross come down. Cross appears on the screen, and he has beaten down or choked out William Regal in the back in the parking lot. Joe runs out, and Cross drives away before Joe can get there. Spoilers, because I've read about this, and I, I think that we should we can go ahead and talk about it. They've already filmed next week's episode of NXT. Samoa Joe is coming back to the ring. Nice. Joe's been cleared at the next um, the next takeover. It is going to be Samoa Joe and Karrion Cross. Hell yeah! For I'm, the I'm for it. Now I'm all for it. Karrion Cross, who I have to be scared of on Tuesdays and laugh at well, on Mondays. I think what we have there is a perfect setup of Joe beats Cross, gets the title. And Cross goes on up to Raw. That's that's what's happening. That's um, I think that's 100% what's happening. But before we get into all of yeah. that, let's jump over to AEW. We head over to AEW, which was night two of Fighter Fest. Uh, we kick off with the first of the five labors of Jericho. So last week, uh, MJF gave Jericho a, if you win the five labors of, Jer- of Jericho, then I'll give you a fight at All Out. Um, if you lose any of these matches, no deal. Uh, so this was the first one. It was Jericho versus Sean Spears in a Sean Spears can use a chair, but Jericho can't, um, Jericho wins. 
after winning, MJF comes out and announces that Trial 2 will be next week in a no-DQ match versus a murder-death-kill himself, the king of the death match, Nick Gage. Which, if you haven't watched the Dark Side of the Ring on Nick Gage, do that before next Wednesday because holy crap. So they really, they just, they're trying to kill off Jericho. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, we then had Frankie Kazarian, the Elite Hunter versus Doc Gallows, where Doc Gallows won because, of course, the entirety of the Elite gets involved. Uh, and then Hangman shows up for the save at the very end. We have Darby Allen with Sting in his corner versus Wheeler Utah with Orange Cassidy in his corner, which the match was good, but the best part of the match was seeing Sting and uh, Orange Cassidy on the outside. Uh, doing the Orange Cassidy kicks. Like, Sting did that back to Orange Cassidy, so what world do we live in? Um, Darby Allen wins. We then had our championship match of Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Nyla Rose, where, of course, Britt wins. You expect that. She has to win. She can't yeah. drop the title yet. Uh, Tony Siobhan, She just got it. She can't drop it yet. Exactly. Tony Siobhan made a, was going to do an interview with uh, Andrade, he kind of stopped him, and Chavo Guerrero comes out to be the uh, business associate of Andrade. They call out Death Triangle, so there's a thing between Pac, Ray Phoenix, and Penta. Yada, yada, yada. There you go. Uh, we then had Orange Cassidy versus The Blade, where Orange Cassidy wins. And the uh, main event of the night was the Texas death match for the IWGP United States title, John Moxley versus Lance Archer in which Lance Archer wins and becomes the new IWGP U S champion, which kind of surprises me. You would think that they would pick like if they were going to have Moxley drop it, you'd think they would have had him drop it to Kenta a couple weeks you back. Would think so, but uh, I mean, I'm okay with this, I guess. I mean, no, I'm, I'm okay with it. I just, you would think that they would bring it to somebody who's going to be appearing on their shows more frequently than either Lance Archer or uh, Moxley could can appear. Yep. We uh, moving on to SmackDown. Uh, we have uh, a kickoff just like Raw, empty ring. You know, some dude talking. Hollywood superstar John Cena. Um. It's it's amazing. I guess because we can't see him, he can just go anywhere. He he cut very a very similar promo on SmackDown. You know, being back in front of fans, uh, talking about uh, you know whose whose team are you on? Because the the crowd's chanting, "Let's go Cena, let's go Roman." You know, so there's that. Uh, we then had Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn, where Finn Balor wins. Uh, Baron Corbin continues to be a hobo. Which was was kind of funny. Uh, Big E came out. Uh, he cut a promo. Um, we had Angelo Dawkins. Now SmackDown was weird, all right, because part of SmackDown was in Florida and Miami, and part of it was in Cleveland. We then had Angelo Dawkins versus Chad Gable. This was in Miami, where Dawkins wins. Then Bianca Belair comes out and has a match with Carmella for the women's title, which Bianca wins. Uh, that was also in Miami. Uh, I want to talk about that because I, sure the the crowd didn't. The crowd in Miami was dead. Yeah. Now, so we'll we'll talk more about that. Yeah. Well, let's get through it. But you know, we had 
Edge and Seth Rollins. Edge comes out and cuts a promo about how he he didn't win, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Seth comes out and interrupts the promo. We had Tony Storm debut versus Zelina Vega, which Tony Storm wins, and I have serious issues with this as a whole, uh, which we'll get into. Then we had Dominic Mysterio versus Jimmy Uso, where Jimmy wins. Roman Reigns answers John Cena's challenge for the capstone where he says, absolutely not. He will not fight Cena at SummerSlam. Finn Balor comes out and says, well, what about me? And Reigns says, night. So we're going to have Finn Balor, I guess. Now, all of that said, now I want to real quick hit uh, Money in the Bank. We had, of course, the Usos beat Dominic and Rey Mysterio to win the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Nikki Ash won the ladder match. We already talked about that. She's already cashed in. Uh, AJ Styles and Omos retained the Raw Tag Team titles versus the Viking Raiders. Lashley retained versus Kofi, which we already kind of hinted on. Uh, Charlotte Flair beat Ripley, which we already talked about. Um Big E won the men's money in the bank match, but no one would know that. And then Roman Reigns beat Edge, which I just talked about a second ago. And the reason I say no one would know that is because right about the end of the Charlotte Flair Rhea Ripley match, Peacock decided it didn't want to be a streaming service anymore. Hmm. So it stopped. Interesting. The entirety of the men's money in the bank match was garbled garbage. A clip, scene, like a clip here. It was like trying to watch a 4K movie on a dial-up connection. You got mm-hmm. like a scene, and you would hear Corey Graves or Cole say something, and it was like two words, and then it would cut out again, and then it would come back, and then it would cut out again. You got to see half of a move being done in the ring, and it was gone again. And this didn't fix itself until part of the way through the Roman Reigns Edge match. Holy crap. Yeah, so apparently WWE didn't even know that there was an issue. WWE Network yep. never went down, which those of you who don't know, if you're outside of the United States, you can still get WWE Network. Yep. It's only in the United States that they've gone to Peacock. I mean, let's, let's also talk about with the fact of Peacock, you can't really rewind. Yeah. You can't really pause. Um. There's a lot of stuff you just can't do that you could on the network. Yeah. It's it's overall, Peacock has been unimpressive as mm-hmm. far as streaming content goes. I get why WWE did it. Yep. But I wish they'd go back to the network. And, and the funny thing is, the way they fixed it was they had to switch to the international stream that was going out through the network. Mm-hmm. Onto Peacock so that it could be watched. Yeah. What the hell? You expect better from streaming services now. Netflix has been around as a streaming service for, what, 11 years, 12 years now? Hulu's been around almost as long. And, you know, you've had these other streaming services. HBO's had 47 different streaming services in that time frame. You expect better. And it's not only that. I expect better from NBC and yeah, a, a broadcast company that has been around for a hundred years nearly. Yeah. I mean, not quite, but you get what I mean. Well, well yeah, probably but around a hundred years cause they were a radio broadcast before they were TV. Yeah. Like you expect them, you, you expect a certain amount of 
what's the a right word here? Competency. There you go. In in what you do. Yeah, because I mean, this was this was garbage. You know, so. and and the worst part of it is, not only was it garbage, it was garbage during the men's money in the bank match. You know what the pay per view is titled? Yeah. I one, I wish they'd go back to the money in the bank being part of WrestleMania. I do too. Because but, I mean, that if you're not to me was do special. That, but um not talking about money in the bank real quick, you know, I, I do like the fact that last year and this year they ca- went ahead and cashed in one of the briefcases. I mean, last year they didn't really cash it in. Last year Becky walked away and Asuka got the title because she had the briefcase. Uh, this year Nikki cashes in the very next night. Um I kinda like the fact that we're not having to chase two briefcases. However, that said, why's it gotta be the women? that cash in their briefcases or have their briefcases basically taken the next day. Um, why couldn't it have been one of the dudes? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I agree with you. You know, my thought there is it's because like we've said many, many, many times, the women's title is the only story in WWE. Well, for women, for women. Yeah. They don't, they don't talk about, there aren't any other stories built around except maybe Charlotte when she doesn't have the title. That's it. But in, in Charlotte, when title. she doesn't have the title is, okay, when is Charlotte going to get the title? Right. Like, like and, and that's a good point. Charlotte won the title on Sunday and dropped it Monday. Yeah. Okay. Now she's the, and the thing is, they're calling her an 11-time champion. They're not recognizing her two title runs in NXT. Yeah. NXT has 100% become a... It is back to developmental. And the only person in whose mind it is not developmental is one Paul Levesque. Yeah. Triple H. Well, I mean, look at Karrion Cross. You know, we mentioned it, right? Yeah. Cross makes his Monday Night Raw debut. He comes out with the NXT title on. Um, he is your NXT champion. First of all, Scarlet's not there. And Karen Cross doesn't work without Scarlet. He didn't work without Scarlet. He didn't get at least his, not the entrance that they built for him. He didn't get his cool entrance. He just got some music and Karen Cross, right? He did. His entrance did look better than what came out from the. Uh, it, it did look a little better. That's true. But he gets in the ring. He fights Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy beats him by cheating. Yeah, putting his feet on the ropes. And Jeff Hardy gets to pop as the face for winning and cheating. Um, yeah. And Jeff Hardy, who, who started coming out to his old music, mm-hmm. which is not the Hardy boys music, but, uh, I, I forget what it's called. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't get it, but look, at I, I don't understand. Carrying cross is perfectly built for the main roster. Carrying cross mm-hmm. is what Vince McMahon gets hard ons over when it comes to superstars. Mm-hmm. And, you're going to have him lose to Jeff Hardy yeah. who whether we like it or not, the man is in the twilight of his career. Mm-hmm. You're going to have him lose to Jeff Hardy, a, a cheating yeah. Jeff Hardy, a cheating Jeff Hardy, a cheating face, Jeff Hardy on his debut match on raw in front of people on raw with the NXT championship around his waist. Yeah. 
I don't get it. Like, okay, fine. You want to keep NXT as developmental. Absolutely. I'm all for that. I never bought into the whole, it's a third third brand. brand. It doesn't, the, the quality isn't there. Now, NXT of the three, the three shows for WWE, NXT is probably my favorite well, because of the intimacy, the feel, you know, the intimate feeling so of it. Here's the feeling. Here's what I, uh, I talk about with NXT, right? Of the three shows, as a wrestling show, NXT is by far the best. The in ring work from everybody in NXT. With uh, I say everybody, let me step no, it back. Because you, you definitely with some exceptions. There you, are some that are, you you watch it and you're just like, mm, you're not ready yet. Not and ready it, yet. But that's where it's developmental. That's where it's still developmental. But for the most part, the people on NXT, they've been indie wrestlers for a long time. They've come into WWE. The wrestling is top notch. And and let's face it, they're Way too better. small. Yeah, they're small. They're too small to make it in Vince McMahon's WWE. Yeah. It, NXT's wrestling is way better than Raw and SmackDown. However, for an, a sports entertainment show, yeah, okay, Raw and SmackDown are probably more in line with that. Oh, absolutely. The stories are more well-developed. The promos are better. That kind of stuff. The The lighting is better. We yeah, can't, we can't say that. No, the production no, you, value can, is you cannot say the production value is better. Okay, you the cannot say it. The lighting is better. Yeah, but with all of the camera is. cuts and the seizure-inducing camera cuts. So yeah, there was a there was a spot where Edge was doing the the ten punches in the corner, and the camera cut fifteen times on ten punches. It's ridiculous. Like, like it was the camera was on Roman's head as Edge's fist touched it, and then the camera cut to like a higher angle to see Edge pull his hand back. And then it cut back to the camera on Roman's head as his fist touched it. And then it cut back to, yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, I've shown, I've shown Caitlin some of the older stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, why don't they do this camera style now where they just have a, like a static cam over yeah. the ring and you can actually watch. And then, okay. You can see yeah, what's going on. You can see what's going on. Occasionally they do switch to different cameras. So you get a better view of what's going on, but they're not making cuts for punches. Yeah. So dumb. It's so bad. This isn't Jason Bourne. This isn't taken three with a 90 year old Liam Neeson trying to jump over a fence. Yeah. We don't need this many cuts. We do not. It is. Um, it makes, uh, it makes it hard to watch. It really does. It really makes it hard to watch. It it really really does. Um, let's see what else happened on Raw. Well, let's talk about some. Let's talk about a, a couple of quick things. Um, Cena, of course, is back. Yes. Uh, rumors have said that Rock will be back for SummerSlam. Um, here's here's something that I want to see happen. You know, we talked about Goldberg. Talked about you know, Lashley comes out. Goldberg, you know, of course, yeah. challenges him. So, this is my, my, my scenario for that. I want to see Goldberg beat Lashley. Now, I know everybody that's a wrestling fan that just heard me say that's like, you know, tar and feather that guy. However. I mean, I'm already heating the tar up, so. Yeah, here's why. And I'm, a, and I'm a Goldberg fan. Here's why. Goldberg beats Lashley. 
Goldberg gets up on one of the apron, one of the ring posts, holds up the title. I'm Goldberg. You know, then Big E's music hits. Big E comes running down to the ring. Big E cashes in briefcase. Big E beats Goldberg for WWE title. Now, this puts, this does a couple of things. One, it puts Big E back on Raw. Yes. Right? So we got the New Day back together. Hooray for that. And two, Big E has said many, 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 many times that his dream opponent is Goldberg. Now, yeah. he usually talks about it in terms of he wishes he could have fought Goldberg in his prime and all this kind of stuff. Of course. But his dream opponent is Goldberg. So it gives him a match with what Goldberg. What better way? Big E comes running down. He has his match with Goldberg. He gets the title off of Goldberg. Yeah. And then you have the feud of him and Bobby Lashley. You can feud him and Bobby Lashley a little bit because Lashley says, you know, you didn't beat me, you know, Old uh, Oldberg beat me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You have a little bit of a feud going on. If you wanted to, at some point in there, you could turn Kofi or you could turn Xavier. I really hope they don't, but it, I, it just feels like they're angling that way. Yeah, I really don't want them to. I like the New Day sticking together. I do too. And I, I like the idea of the New Day staying together. Me too. Thick and thin. They retire, and all three of them go in yeah. to as the, the new day. Right? Yeah, um, which they will. Oh yeah, They're going to go sure. in as the for new day. Sure. Kofi's going to go in on his own. Big, Big E, e may, depending on what the rest of his career looks like. Xavier, wow. unless something changes, yeah, he, he, Xavier's not going go in, in on his own. Day. He's going in as new day. Um, I mean, it seems like maybe they're angling that way. That would be a good way to do it. But that's the only reason I say Goldberg should win. If this is not in the cards, then I want Bobby Lashley to spear Goldberg one, two, three, and have this match last maybe six seconds. Do you want spear one, two, three, or do you want him to make Goldberg tap? You know what? No, you're right. I want spear, pick Goldberg up, put in hurt lock. Yes. Make Goldberg tap. Then have Goldberg come out on the next Raw and talk about how he doesn't have it anymore, and that was his last match, and he's never doing it again, and then he shoots himself in the face. Okay, that, that seems to take <laughs> it just a little too far. Otherwise, um, Goldberg will come back again. <laughs> so, um, Now, I like Goldberg. I'm a fan of Goldberg, but I even I can sit down and say, look, his last several outings have not been good. So I was having this conversation here uh, earlier in the week about Goldberg. When he, showed, when, when he popped up on Raw, actually. Hearing his music, seeing the sparklers, seeing Goldberg walk through those those sparks. He, he looks amazing. Seeing him breathe out the, the smoke. The 16-year-old that watched Goldberg decimate. Goldberg. Yeah. Goldberg. Get the little, Goldberg. E, get the, get the little <laughs> e voice out there. Oh, Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> you know. Uh I will always pop for that. Yeah. Now, the 40-year-old me says Goldberg is way too old. The last several matches he has had, the last match against Drew wasn't terrible because he stu- he kind of stuck to what he can do. Yeah. However, he nearly killed The Undertaker, and he beat The Fiend. What? Yeah. So, yeah. It's, like you said, the 16 
15, 14, 13-year-old me who, you know, watched Goldberg when he was younger. And, and, you know, when that was 2000, I think it was 2005 when Goldberg had his last run with WWE. Maybe it was 04, somewhere in there. That part of me is always going to love seeing Goldberg. Mm -hmm. But he just doesn't look good. And Goldberg has never been a technical wrestler. No, he's you know, not. and those are the guys that can go forever. So technical wrestlers that know how to make it look good. Even when Goldberg was in his prime, WCW treated him the way he should have been treated. He comes out, he hits a couple of people, he does a jackhammer, he does a spear, he pins them, he walks out. That and that gets that's back all. in the back and goes. <laughs> you know, that's. I mean, that's the thing. That is what WWE needs to do with Goldberg if they're going to keep bringing him back. He comes out, he hits a spear, he hits a jackhammer, one, two, three, and that's it. He does not need to be in the title contention. He needs to be built as somebody. If they're going to keep using him for these two or three matches a year, whatever it is that his contract states, he needs to be the guy that Baron Corbin beats to get his mojo back. Hey, speaking of two, three matches a year, let's talk about some AEW news real quick. Okay. Apparently. Apparently. Or Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, Mm -hmm. has signed with AEW. And he's not the only one who's apparently signed, but we're going to get there in a minute. So, Brian Danielson, which it's going to be very difficult to remember to call him that. Yeah, I mean, we've known him for so long as Daniel Bryan, which is just his real name yeah. switched. Um, but Brian Danielson, he he asked WWE for a a a better schedule, like a a weaker schedule. I don't mm-hmm. want to say weaker, but like a a lighter schedule. A lighter schedule. That's a lighter schedule. For. A lighter schedule and the same money he was making. And WWE said mm, hard pass. And AE and Tony Khan said, take my money. Here, do you want more? So he has signed with AEW and is apparently supposed to make his in-ring debut uh, end of September, I believe, at uh, in their, at their show in New York, which would put him there, I think, the week before All Out. Yeah. So there is rumoring and speculation, of course, going around that he will be the fifth trial of Jericho. Since because Jer- the original thought was okay, maybe Jericho or MJF is going to do the whole okay. You have to fight Spears, you have to fight Dax, you have to, you know, yeah. But since next week he's fighting Nick Gage, um, it kind of took out the whole you're just fighting the Pinnacle. You know, my thought there is that could be kind of cool, except. I don't really want to see Daniel Bryan come into AEW and lose his very first match to Jericho. And you don't want Daniel Bryan or I'm sorry, Bryan Danielson to come into AEW as a heel, right? He He comes in as as a face face. and then you you can turn him heel if you want, but he has to come as a face. So I don't know if I like that, that thought process, but I could see it happening. I don't think that that's how they do it. I think they bring him in differently. I hope so. Uh, Just because I don't think it works. I don't think it does for, either, um, unless they have something planned. I mean, unless we do a double switch before then yeah, which of Jericho happen. turning heel, MJF turning face, and I don't think yeah, we ever see happen. MJF as a face. I think we eventually will, but not anytime soon. Yeah. 
Um, and that, you know, so I just, I cannot see Brian Danielson coming into AEW as a heel. Um, we also, AEW has signed Thunder Rosa. Quite possibly the best women's wrestler in the world at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, she is officially all elite. You know, she's been with NWA. Uh, her NWA contract had expired and she is now officially with AEW. Now, that doesn't mean that she can't go back to NWA. Yeah, they have a working relationship. They have a working TNA relationship. They have that like, working relationship oh, with TNA. That was another part of the Daniel Bryan thing. He wants to be able to wrestle in New Japan yeah, as well. And WWE, of course, said absolutely not. And AEW said, cool, we got a relationship with them. You can knock through the forbidden door. Yeah, we, we can, with, with Brian Danielson being in AEW, that means that we can see him in AAA. Yeah. We can see him in New Japan. We can see him in NWA uh, or show up on Impact. Yeah. And you you have all these places that he can go. Yep. I think WWE is messed up, has messed up by letting some of these people go. I think you're right. Um, because Nick Khan has made it, or I'm sorry, Tony Khan has made it a point to build these relationships. relationships. Nick Khan, on the other hand, has made a relationship yes. to just make WWE look valuable to sell. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm all for it. I want to see Brian Danielson in AEW because I want to see what he can do. Uh, him and Moxley going at it again would be oh, amazing. Sure. But what you may have noticed there is it gave you a little swerve, right? Because mm-hmm. we talked about two people that were yeah. going to be signed. There's, there's another said, person. Hey, there's Thunder Rosa. Ah, I got you. Yep. There is another person who is, and we've been on this roller coaster for years right. now. So all out. All Out is in Chicago. in Chicago. And supposedly, one CM Punk mm-hmm. has signed with AEW. Well, the according to Dave Meltzer, he hasn't necessarily signed as a, you know, CM Punk is all elite. But there is a deal in place for him to work with them. So I'm thinking that's kind of in the a much more expensive like Fuego, like Baron Black, yeah. Kalen King, you know, those that you know, CM Punk is definitely not gonna be a dark talent, but uh, you know, he may not uh, he may not really be like officially signed to AEW. This may be something where CM Punk's like, you know, I really want to get in the ring and lace my boots again. You guys are gonna be in my backyard. I think I can generate some pop still. Oh, yeah. he absolutely, the roof will blow off of yes. the place if, you know, CM Punk Whether walks out. Whether personality hits or, or his original, uh, like, indie lo- his ROH music or his indie music hits, whatever the case may be. Uh, Look, it's Tony Khan. Yeah, he'll pay for the he rights. He will pay cult for personality. Cult of Personality. And he'll pay the lawsuit that WWE right. will try to throw at him. I'm, I'm wondering if Brian Danielson walks out to... Flight of the... I doubt it very seriously. Flight, uh, Flight of the Valkyries. I doubt I mean, it very seriously because that, that's not what he used in the indie, in the indie yeah. circuits and all that. But that would be an immediate pop. It like, would be. And it is... Flight of the Valkyries is in public domain. Yeah. So it could happen. I, I bet you would run into, though, something with WWE 
saying that, yes, I know that song is in public domain, or yes, you paid for the, the rights to it. However, it's tied with our copyright to the Daniel Bryan character, yada, yada, yada. I'm sure there would be something there. Could be. Um, but either way, if you, you signing Daniel Bryan, I think, is a huge signing for AEW. If they sign CM Punk as well, and he becomes like an official AEW member, not necessarily wrestling every week on Dynamite. I don't want to see that. I, I think we see him in a another one of those almost a legends talent as WWE treats a Bill Goldberg oh, or some of those guys that, where they're just even, showing up every once in a while. Even if we see CM Punk in the same same vein that we're seeing Sting, right? Yeah. He's on the show every week, but he's coming out with Darby. He's, he's getting in a little bit of fisticuffs on the outside of the ring, but he's not in the ring as a wrestler. You know? Yeah. I think that would work very well. You know, he's that, it's a special attraction fight, you know, when CM Punk gets in the ring. Um, now, if we get CM Punk. Do we get AJ Lee? Do we get AJ Lee? That wouldn't be bad. Now, if we I get don't Daniel know. Bryan, do we get, uh. The Bellas? I'm or at pre- least a Bella? I am pretty sure that the Bellas have lifetime contracts with WWE. Probably. And I don't think that Bree or Nikki have any interest at all in going anywhere other than You're WWE. You're probably right on that one. Um, Bree's probably more interested at this point in staying at home with the kids. Yeah. Really Although think. they are apparently talking that they want to come back and go for the women's tag titles. Wow. Uh, and that they're working towards that. Now, um, speaking of women... And they're wrestling. Let, let's step to a match that I mentioned from SmackDown. Okay. That I said I hated everything about. All right. Tony Storm versus Zelina Vega. All right. Sure. Now, we just, we talked about Karrion Cross and we talked about how he got basically squashed. Yeah, it was uh, ridiculous. Overall. Tony Storm squashed Selena Vega. She came out. Zelina gave almost no offense. Tony Storm wins. I like Tony Storm. She's got one of the coolest entrances yes. in I, all I, of wrestling. I really like Tony Storm. I I want the best for Tony Storm. Not at the cost why, of Zelina Vega. Well, why are you giving me this? You know, everybody from NXT is developmental. They have to come up here. They have to put their boots on. They have to do the work. It's like they've never worked for us. Karrion Cross gets his crap, the crap beat out of him. With the title. Just with the, ti- remi- with the title. Let's remember keep, the, the, the title's that. there. Zelina, or, but Tony comes up and beats Zelina quickly. Now, Zelina was re-signed. Yes. Before Alistair was let go, apparently. Then Alistair, immediate, uh, like day 31, 32. 32. He was debuting in AEW. WWE made a mistake in that one. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Zelina is being heavily punished? Yes. For not only Tommy End going to AEW like that, Tommy End possibly not accepting the, hey, can you stay for two more months on a no compete? Uh, and then her, all of her rhetoric previous yes. about unionization and all that kind of stuff. I think Zelina Vega made the mistake of her life by re-signing with WWE. I could not agree more. I think that, and and I think it's always been her dream 
to work for WWE. And so I, I don't fault her. I don't fault for her that. For it. But I, mean, I think that she made the mistake of her life by re-signing with WWE. I mean, let's be honest. Every wrestler, you know what? I'm going to say it. Every wrestler in the world, with very small exceptions here and there, their dream, I think, is to wrestle with the WWE. Absolutely. They are the big boys. There are there are some people, I think, that wouldn't want to. Kenny Omega being one. Well, but I think when Kenny started, Kenny's goal was to get to WWE, and I, I think, think that right. he and made his... changed as he's gone along. It's changed as he's uh, gone. You know, I, I, I feel that way, you know. Um, but Zelina re-signing, she had gotten away from it. She had her Twitch stream back. She was doing her Twitch stuff. Mm-hmm. She can't do that anymore. That's gone. Her OnlyFans, which her only was fans and no nudity, just yeah. just her um, she can't do that cosplay. Anymore. Can't do that anymore. Every match she's had on the show, she's lost. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, I, get I think her, part I of get it. her re-signing because, okay, they're starting to do something with Alistair. Yeah. You know, Which they'd done nothing with Alistair the entire time that she was gone. Yeah. They um, start doing the, the Dark Father stuff. She apparently signs while they're doing that, and then they just cut him out of the blue. Yeah. And now he's coming into AEW. On fire. On fire versus Cody. And I'm very hopeful, possibly against my better judgment, that he will beat Cody. We can only hope that he'll beat Cody. Um, Cody's got to start losing to some of these guys in order to help build them. Yeah, otherwise, what's the point? And if Cody doesn't do that, he is hurting himself in the long run because he's going to be hurting AEW in the long run. Yeah. And I think that Tony Khan is going to start seeing that. He's going to have to step in at some point. Tony, really Tony is, and all these guys talk about how much knowledge Tony has in the business. He has as much or more knowledge than most of the wrestlers. Because he's got to see that the thing is what Cody is doing would work perfect if he was a heel. Mm -hmm. If Cody was, you know what? He wears the coat. He may as well. If Cody was Homelander. Yeah. Which that's a boy's reference. If you don't watch the boys, go watch it. Um, Yeah, it's it's worth it. If if you like the dark superhero stuff, that's kind of been the the flavor lately. Cody... Cody's character is, I am a heel, but I think I'm the face. I think I'm the good guy. He's not, but I he thinks he is. And I would, if that was his heel character, like if we knew that outside of the you know on the fourth wall type thing, if we yeah. knew that, that would work so well. It'd and be it would work great. It would have worked so well with his. I got an open challenge for anybody that wants to come fight me for the TNT title. And you have all of these people coming from independence and all that kind of stuff. And he beats them. And then he gives his promotion. You know, he gives his promo afterwards about how, yeah, I like to give all the little people an option to come fight me. You know, step up to the big leagues. See what we do. You know, that kind of thing. That that super arrogant, super I am better than you. Go west, young man. Seek fame and fortune. Yeah. You know. And then I'm going to shoot you in the face. You know? Yes. If. He did that kind of stuff. That Cody character would be awesome. It'd be amazing. And I would be okay with him beating these people as they come in because then you could kind of tell a little bit of story with it. And then you have the special ones. 
right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you could have had Eddie Kingston do it, not Warhorse. He wasn't going to hang around for a long time. Warhorse was there for one match, right. and the only reason they brought Warhorse in is because the internet. The internet is crazy like, over it, and there you go. Oh, he's going to bring Warhorse, and then it was it Eddie that they brought yeah, it was in. Eddie that they brought in, uh, and then they're like, "Oh, okay, I guess we need to bring Warhorse in the right. next week because the internet's like you brought Eddie Kingston over Warhorse." And, right. and I really wasn't I all that really impressed. Wasn't that impressed, but you know, um, hey, but you know, the internet can, has mind of its you own. Tell that story. You could tell the story with Alistair Black here. You know what? Have Alistair Black if that if that was Cody's character. Have Alistair Black lose. Have Cody then go on about how AEW is the top of wrestling. That anybody that's a cast off from any other company, you know, even even though we talk about how we don't really want them to start getting into those verbal jabs with WWE, this could fit that character thought. Then you have Alistair beat him, you know. And it, or you have, you know, at, at this point, because the names are out there, you have Brian Danielson come in and beat yeah, Cody. You have Brian Danielson come in. You have beat. CM Punk come in and beat. So you have Cody do his open challenge at All Out. Yeah. They're in Chicago. Yeah. Cult of Personality hits. Out walks CM Punk. The roof is literally crumbling from the noise yeah. of the Chicago crowd. Punk beats Cody. Punk beats Cody. And yeah. you just. Then you have the fall of Cody, like as he just falls out, and you have him go back and lose to all these people he beat. Yeah, you know, you have the you you really could do that. You could see Cody spiraling that way. Cody Cody loses to Punk. Punk cuts a promo about how you know you're out here, you're running your mouth about how you beat the other guy, and you know everybody, all these castoffs. Well, man, I've been a castoff from that company for ten years. I haven't wrestled a match in ten years. I came in and beat your ass. You're nothing. And yeah. Punk leaves, right? And then we don't see Punk for a little while. He, he proved his point, right? Yeah. Then, you know, Cody goes back and he fights Black, and Black beats him. He starts freaking out. He goes back to Kingston. Kingston. Kingston beats him. Bring in Warhorse and have him lose to Dar- Warhorse. He goes back to Darby. Darby beats him. You know, everybody that he has fought, even the war, even war, except for Brody. I mean, of course, we can't do that. We but, can't do Brody, but. Um, but even like Warhorse, even the the very first couple people that he fought from the indie levels, they beat him. Yeah, he loses to all of them. And at the very end of this, Cody's just like, "What is wrong here?" You know. And then he fully embraces his heel side, becomes that heel. Then you have Cody. That's when he decides, you know what? I'm better than all of these people. None of you understand me. I'm challenging for the title. Well, and then you have somebody say, well, but Cody, you, you said you would never do that because you lost. And he's like, I'm an EVP. I can do what I want to. And then he challenges for a title, you know? Yeah. Um, you could tell a really cool story that way. You could. We're never going to see that because see Cody's it. the face in his own mind. Yeah, we won't see that. But, you know, you could tell that story. Um, what else do we want to talk about in wrestling? Is there anything else to really talk about in wrestling? Not a whole lot, really. I mean, we see... The, the whole head of the table, the the Uso dynasty, they've got the belt, all the gold now. Um, so he's facing Finn. Roman Reigns is going to face Finn Balor before SummerSlam because it's, gonna be likely, yeah. it's it going to, to be Cena. It is going to be Cena and Reigns at SummerSlam. That is the money match at yeah. SummerSlam. It is the summer of Cena. Cena is getting his title shot. 
He may even get the title, even though I don't want that to happen. I want Reigns to beat Cena and set up WrestleMania with The Rock. Like I've said, when Cena wins his 17th, I want that to really be the the finalization type of Cena's career. Like, I think we've we've booked it before. I want to see Cena win. Then I want to see Cena kind of become this weird Hollywood heel Batista type thing. Well, the Rock, the Rock so. did the it Rock. perfectly when the Rock did went off and did a couple of movies, yeah. you know. And he's like, "I'm gone." And then that was when Goldberg debuted and beat the crap out of him. Yeah, but I want to see Cena win. If this is the end of that, right? I want to see yeah. Cena win. He gets a 17. Then he, you know, he treats the WWE fans like redheaded stepchildren, you know. Hey, I'm going to show up at blah, blah, blah. And then he doesn't. He shows up in a filmed, uh, you know, Titan Tron from, uh, you know, a Hollywood backlot where he's got the belt and he's sitting in a makeup chair or something. And he's like, hey, people of. Checks notes. Oklahoma, you know. I I love you guys. You're why I'm here. Go see me in blah, 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 blah. And and the, the hustle, loyalty, respect shirt just. He's you not know. wearing it anymore. He's wearing like a just he's wearing a suit. Yeah. Um, you know, he becomes that he becomes that guy, you know. Yeah. That everybody then everybody hates Cena. And then at the very end of it, you have your rematch with Reigns. You know, you've got time to you, if you want to turn Reigns face or whatever the case may be. That could be a great time to turn him face as a I'm here every night. You can't even remember where yeah. we are. But, and you can have him spiral for a bit before he yeah. turns face. Cause that's, yeah, of course you got to do that. You got to have, have that, that spiral of uh, and him, you know, Oh, I was ahead of the table. What happened? Right. The Usos mm-hmm. walk away from him, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, Paul walks away from him. You have to have that, but then, you know, he ends up going face. Then maybe the next WrestleMania or the rumble or something like that. He beat Cena for the title and get it back. Yeah. And then you have your giant Roman Reigns as a face, which everybody would believe. And everybody would pop for it. Everybody that point. would pop for it. Because um, we've never hated Roman Reigns. No one. We've hated the way Roman Reigns has been booked. But when Joe walked out. Yeah. No one hated Roman. Yeah. Even nobody, in the Shield, everybody loved Roman. Yeah. The reason people hated Roman was because. You like Roman Reigns. You're going to take Roman Reigns. He's going to be the champion. We don't care what you think. And there was no ever. There was never any lube. Yeah, you know it was. You get Roman Reigns, but we like Daniel Bryan. No, you mean you're Roman, get Roman Reigns? Reigns. No, no, we like Daniel Bryan. No, you're, Roman Reigns. R O M A N. Roman Reigns caused Rey Mysterio to get booed. That's all you need to know. For any of y'all that are out there that have been wrestling fans for any length of time, Rey Mysterio got booed because of Roman Reigns. Yeah. I can't I don't ever think I've seen Rey Mysterio get booed before or since. And I guess theoretically he got booed because of Daniel Bryan, but that was during the time when Roman was being the one that was being super pushed and WWE didn't care that the fans wanted Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So there you go. But. Um, with that said, I think we can wrap up this week. Uh, please give McNarb gaming uh, a, a perusal. 
You know, they're the ones that are allowing us to use this space to record everything. Head over there. They've got board games, card games, uh, paints, miniatures, a huge wall of games that if you want to play something before you buy it, you can break it out and play it. They do tournaments all the time for magic cards, for uh, Warhammer, for 40, for uh, hero clicks, for all that stuff. They have a D&D night on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. You never played, you'd like to play, swing by. Somebody will have a table or something that they will help you create a character and help you get into this wonderful world of role-playing. Um, just enjoy it. It's fun. Absolutely. And once you've gone and you picked up your games, head on over to Big Dog Liquor and pick up some liquor. He's always got some new some new liquors there on the shelf for you to try and tell him we sent you. And while you're doing that, once you get home, go on Facebook and like us on Facebook. Yeah. And follow us on Facebook and tell us what you want to see. We're coming up to 100 episodes, Jason. Yes, we are. We are very close to 100 episodes. We are. Tell us what you want us to do for our 100th. Yeah. We want to do something special for y'all. Tell us what you want to see. Tell us what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. So, with all that said, I think that it's uh, it's time for us to go. I think that's it, yeah. Cheers. Cheers.